Thanks for tuning in to Great Job, the improvised comedy podcast about the world of work. Each episode, an improviser talks about a job they've held, and then we improvise scenes based off what they've said. The jobs are real, but everything else is totally improvised and made up on the spot. Sound effects are added afterwards. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast studio in the centre of the earth. As in centre of London. Yep. I'm going to put an effect on that so it like vibrates. Have you pressed record? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, jo- I'm joined by three of the finest improvisers in the greater London area. Um, <laughs> we've got Flora, Jono and Sue. Hi. Hello. Hello. Great. Um, and Jonathan is going to tell us all about a job he's had. Yeah, okay. Um, This is casting my memory back to when I first moved to London, and I was 25, so um, not from London. And um, I got a job in sales and marketing, which is, you know, something that you seemed at the time to be able to do. It was sort of, there were positions in that. And um, I I got a job from a really brilliant person who had, like, an oversight of a few different companies. So I was working for three completely random and totally different companies at the same time marketing their stuff one of which was a um stationary vending machine for schools (laughs) one of which was a major catering company that would replace the entire kitchen of a of a skyscraper business in london and the other one was um furniture on the tottenham court road i was really bad at it um i i was bad at it i'm not I'm not good at um, cold calling, even if it's sort of expected within the business. I'm not really good at that, and I'm not good at... I'm just not good at dealing with the instant, like, vibe of, oh, no, you know, from the other end of the phone. Like, as soon as I feel that, and I am very sensitive, so when I feel that at the end of the phone, I immediately just crumple, basically. And I learned all these weird ticks that were totally not mine that would get me through some of these calls, and I became a different person for each job. The the thing that I'm ashamed of looking back was that I developed some phrases that were just totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. One of which was, um, well, you know, if things go a bit wonky, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> that, that after sounds... you'd sold them a product. That's after I had <laughs> failed to sell them a product. So it was like what what I was saying was that they, they would say to me like, oh, the current setup's great. You know, we don't need what you're right. offering and then I so I'd suggest to them that you know if things went a bit wonky they should give me a call what a ridiculous <laughs> thing to I, say I think that sounds quite nice yeah, yeah. yeah. you sound like Sweet. a nice trustworthy yeah sort wonky of is a, has a particular flavour of vibe like, I've never said any of this out loud and for some reason it's it's it feels embarrassing but you guys are all you know you're responding like this is okay no, yeah. oh yeah totally yeah. Okay. we're just being polite it's <laughs> I, d- I don't want to dig too deep into it but what part is embarrassing I think it was the pretense. It was like being being almost like a bit, and this is ridiculous, but being almost a bit cool, like with how I played it. Like, well, you know, if things go a bit wonky, give me a call. That's not how I felt. How I felt was like, this is a disaster. Like, I'm rubbish at this. <laughs> Someone's paying for me to make this call. How embarrassing. And you do have the sense of everyone, like, just judging what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Yeah, do you remember horrible. that time? What that, was yeah. the office vibe like? Or did you go a lot on All the own? places I went, apart from the, the schools one, which was literally uh, from home, um, the, the, the catering company was lovely. They were the nicest people. Um, and there was a really cool head chef there who would come in from time to time. And one time he came in and he was like, 
look, someone sent us some plates. And he picked up these plates that we'd been sent. And he goes, shall we smash them? <laughs> and I was like, why? And he goes, come on, let's smash them. And then we just smashed these oh, plates. Yeah. And uh, it was totally random. But, right. um, yeah, <laughs> quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what was his reason? Was he just in a fun mood? Yeah, or? I think he was just in a fun mood. And <laughs> also, I think he was also <laughs> showing uh, me uh, how um, the vibe of the place was very, very <laughs> relaxed and anarchic. And maybe I was taking it all a bit too seriously. Oh, um, you know, that's so I think nice. he was, that's I think nice. this is his way of nudging me that things weren't lighting down. Okay, I've um, I've I've got the um, hostage taker on the line with me now. Okay? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Can you can you hear me? I can hear you, and I'm angry. Okay, I understand that. Um, listen, uh, we let me just assure you, I want to listen to you. I want to hear you. I am here for you, and if things get a bit wonky, just give me a call. Right. Firstly, that sounds like you're sounds like you're you're patronising me. No, I'm I, I'm I'm here for you, sir. And if things get a bit wonky, just excuse give me a call. Excuse me, you're supposed to be the top negotiator of these situations in the world. Yeah. And my husband has been kidnapped. And you're Listen, Matt, sort of wonk, wonk, let, let, let me just assure you. Let me assure you that that I I've got this in hand, Thanks. madam. Please, honestly, if <laughs> if things get a bit wonky, just give me a call, okay? Where are I'm in the room with you. I'm already speaking. Figuratively speaking. Right. Listen here. You're, you're saying if things go wonky, uh, let me tell you right now. Things have already gone way beyond wonky. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> hearing you. I'm hearing you, sir. If you're happy to come down the stairs, we'll, we'll give you all the space, all the time you need. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk down the stairs and then you nab me with one of your nets. Laura, how's the negotiation going? Yeah, it's it's going fine, thank you. Um, I, I think I think we're almost there. Really? Yeah. Has the situation got wonky at all? There have been some slight elements of wonk, but I think that I've I've got it underhand. And hello, you told me to give you a call if things got a bit wonky. Yes, madam. Yeah, yeah. It, listen, we've we've we, we've got this in hand. We're talking no, to your husband. Through the letterbox. Oh my god. Does that qualify as wonky? Yes, yes, it does. Um, okay. <laughs> we, we've gone we've gone factor factor fifty with, with the wonky. It's gone wibbly wobbly. <laughs> Did you get the package I sent? Yeah. yeah. I got the package. And um, I understand you are feeling a bit squiggly. And what? and this is, you know, this is completely um this is this is still completely resolvable. If you would, if you would calm down, if you would just get a bit more blibbity wibbity. Trust me, it's way beyond whatever that nonsense word was. Wibbly wobbly. I'm mad as an otter. I'm pissed off, and I'm chopping fingers off, and I'm sending them in the post. Oh God. Yeah, you're talking to an enraged, unhinged hostage taker. Okay. It's going to take more than some primary school language to calm me down. I completely understand, and I realise how high the stakes are, sir. I realise that. I am listening to you, and I'm, I want you to know that we are extremely flibbidigit with you right now. So, Laura, you've, you've used all the primary school language. Yeah. And still he chops off fingers and sends them in the post. Yeah, I just, I just, I've, got, I've got to be honest. I don't know what to do. I think it might be time to tell him he can't go 
out into the playground during break. Um, well, this is very exciting, isn't it, to be all here on day one of rehearsals for Glen Gary, Glen Ross? Mm, um, honor, honor. I just wanted to say before we begin, um, yes, I am Judy Dench. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but aside from that, sure. I just wanted mm. to say that um, I realize this is a play about sales and mm. hard, mm. hard sales. Mm. I'm not really that kind of a person. So I was wondering if we could make it a bit more sort of a bit nicer, mm. less pushy, uh, rather than always be closing, perhaps, well, see how you feel. If you want to take the product, fine. If you don't, it's no biggie. We are so excited you're involved, oh. Judy. So <laughs> that is obviously a big oh. draw for the audiences, oh. and we want to please you in every way we can. But this is my fucking play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know? yes. And always be closing is kind of the catchphrase. Mm. Yes, well. Mm. Uh. But, what, but what, if, what if the catchphrase was, um, oh, see how you feel about it. Well, what about the leads, Jerry? Where are the leads? You take those leads and you shove them up your ass. Well, if that's the way you feel, I suppose that trumps any sales objectives that we have. So that's what I did to you, Judy. I just cut you out of the play. I know. I Typical. Just... It always happens to women. I know. And then do you know what I did? I added in the line trumps as a little wink to the current political situation in the 21st century. Oh, David Mamet, you're such a shit. Well, Judy, do not fuck with my play, okay? Do not try and make it more English, more genteel, more feminine, uh. because that is not what this play is about. Welcome to the, the English-style Glengarry Glen Ross sales team. Well, um, to be honest, I am delighted by you. Can we please have a cup of tea? Now, that's what I did to you the second night, Judy, is to bully you, is I made the play your play that you wanted it to be, but I also made you just stand there on the stage and watch it and not speak. Yes. Absolutely horrendous. But on mm. night three, I spoke. <laughs> Revolutionary. As in tomorrow you spoke? <laughs> yes. Tomorrow I spoke. I'm telling you, a, B, C, always be closing. If you feel like it. Where did that voice come from? That's right, it's me, the pot plant. So Judy, I made you the pot plant to humiliate you. Well, it backfired because little did you know that I love playing inanimate objects. So you gave me a two in one. Well. I also have some news. The Olivier Awards were in. Oh, yes. As in the judges. Oh, uh, right. Uh, thank you so much for joining. You must be thrilled oh. with uh, no less than five Olivier Awards for your recent um, total deconstruction of Glengarry Glen Ross. Uh, yes. how, how are you feeling? Yes, to be nominated for the pot plant, the cabinet, the disembodied voice, uh, bystanding woman, and absent woman was really quite phenomenal. And and you were playing a literal pot plant in one of the plays. Oh yes, yes, as I said, yes. Uh, it, it was a wonderful role for me. Really nice to get under the skin of, of, of a foliage like that. 
big mistake to go up against the Dench because the Dench always comes out on top. She freaking does, you know, and not even I could tee, oh, God, she's got under my skin like a good foliage. All right, yeah, welcome. Uh, welcome to, uh, to Sales 101. I can see some pretty eager... Eager faces. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Up for it. Yeah, yeah, I've just good. moved to London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're hungry. That's what, that's what matters. Right. First thing I want you to do, pick up your chairs, smash them up. Yeah, that's right. No, you think I'm joking. What? Smash them up. Is this a trick question? It's a trick, isn't it? The only trick is that you don't need to be constrained by furniture. Right, watch me. Smash, oh, oh, smash the chair. Oh my god. Yeah. But that's what we're supposed to be selling and... Yeah, that's what you're supposed to be selling. How are you going to know what you're selling if you haven't deconstructed it in front of your own eyes? Um, oh. But is that not going to, like, lessen the amount of product that we've got to sell? Yeah. Like, Rarity. Increased value. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we're definitely not going to get in trouble if, if we do it. Not from me. And I'm the one running this workshop. I'd have smashed up a chair. Watch me kick this table. Uh, Whoa! Oh my God, he just kicked it. What do you think of me now? I suppose it's about not being afraid of the product. If you're afraid of your product, mm -hmm. then the garage is a client not going to be afraid of you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And follow your instincts. Always do that. So, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to smash it. Karate chop your, your desk. Hold your hand up and, and tell yourself, this hand is iron. This hand is iron. Oh, oh, that. You didn't You're believe, right. did you? Fingers hanging off. That's a horrible shot. Look, I want everyone to look. It's a horrible injury. That's what happened, yeah. Do you want and I'm glad. to ring someone? Don't ring anyone. Can Nothing I, leaves this room. Can I go to the Amy? No. No, you'll stay here until you learn to sell. I'm going to sell. I'm going to headbutt my chair. Great. That's the attitude. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. Do it. Yeah, on, Can I really? Yeah. Don't okay. do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. Look at that. Oh my God, my nerve. That's the blood of a winner. Wow. Right there, the blood of a winner. My nose is gone. Don't, don't okay? staunch the bleeding. Oh, oh. Let it run. Can I go to a &E? No, nothing leaves this room. <laughs> you caught me. Yeah. The, the hawk. Right, we call you this, the man who dresses up as a salesman in order to get people to kill themselves. What? How so do you know that? Because we've seen your behaviour. Oh, my God. And if you I... had plants. What? If you had plants in my sessions. Uh, no, we've just been uh, stalking you via our car. The oh. point, it doesn't matter our methodology. We've got you. Jesus. My job is to get you to confess on tape as to what you did. And I will never confess that I made people smash furniture up until they were bleeding. You will never get out of me as long as I live. Yeah, yeah, you should have thought about that before you took on the hawk. Judy, we we need to employ you uh, in a rather interesting job. I hope you wouldn't mind doing something for the Met. Oh, well, that would be a thrill. We need you to be a plant again, to reprise your role in Glengarry Glen Ross. I thought you'd never ask. We're trying to catch the hawk. We need you to be a plant in one of his sales offices. Ah, yes. It's really the only way I think that we will be able to catch him. Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. We're here for Sales 101 Lesson 2. Oh, great. Yeah. Mm. Why is it? Well, hang on a minute. Who brought that, that 
palm tree little thing. Judy! Gotcha! If you feel like it. This episode's performers were Jonathan Brook, Susan Harrison, Laura Anderson, and myself, Freddie Sandylands. With thanks to Sessions, bringing the most exciting talent in food to your neighbourhood. <laughs> <laughs>